Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning as always everybody. You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs and today's episode is episode 460. Thankful in the light of what we don't have. Now first a quick update on my Give Thanks for Gas campaign. The fundraiser is now officially live on Facebook under Josh Downs or you can donate through Venmo under Joshua-Downs. I just started taking donations and we're already up to a couple hundred right now. So we're off to an exciting start. We still have several weeks to go, so there's still plenty of time to contribute. As I've mentioned, I'm hopeful that there will be several that will not only donate, but that will want to be a part of the experience in delivering these pies. If you'd like to be a part of that, make sure you donate, but then also let me know so I can add you to the list. This really is going to be a lot of fun and just an amazing experience, and I can't wait for it. Now, as I mentioned, I wanted to share thoughts and stories and principles on gratitude and thankfulness all month long because of the life-changing power that expressing gratitude can have on all of us. And so today I wanted to share a story that I just love that is about being thankful for what you have, but more in the light of what you don't have. Thomas S. Monson, a leader of my faith, recounted this story told by H. Gordon Green in the Thanksgiving I Won't Forget, which appeared originally in Reader's Digest November of 1956. In the story, Gordon tells how he grew up on a farm in Canada where he and his siblings had to hurry home from school while the other children played ball and went swimming. Their father, however, had the capacity to help them understand that their work amounted to something. This was especially true after harvest time when the family celebrated Thanksgiving, for on that day their father gave them a great gift. He took inventory of everything they had. On Thanksgiving morning, he would take them to the cellar with its barrels of apples, bins of beets, carrots packed in sand, and mountains of sacked potatoes, as well as peas, corn, string beans, jellies, strawberries, and other preserves which filled their shelves. He had the children count everything carefully. Then they went out to the barn and figured out how many tons of hay there were and how many bushels of grain in the granary. They counted the cows, the pigs, chickens, turkeys, and geese. Their father said he wanted just basically to see how the family stood, but they knew he really wanted them to realize on that feast day how richly God had blessed them and had smiled upon their hours of work. Finally, when they sat down to the feast their mother had prepared, the blessings were something they felt. Gordon indicated, however, that the Thanksgiving he remembered most, thankfully, was the year they seemed to have nothing for which to be grateful. The year started off well. They had leftover hay, lots of seed, four letters of pigs, and their father had a little money set aside so that someday he could afford to buy a hay loader, a wonderful machine most farmers just dreamed of owning. It was also the year that electricity came to their town, although not to them because they couldn't afford it. One night when Gordon's mother was doing her big wash, his father stepped in and took his turn over the washboard and asked his wife to rest and do her knitting. He said, you spend more time doing the wash than sleeping. Do you think we should break down and get electricity? Although elated at the prospect, she shed a tear or two as she thought of the hay loader that wouldn't be bought. So the electrical line went up their lane that year. Although it was nothing fancy, they acquired a washing machine that worked all day by itself and brilliant light bulbs that dangled from each ceiling. There were no more lamps to fill with oil, no more wicks to cut, no more sooty chimneys to wash. 
the lamps went quietly off to the attic. The coming of electricity to their farm was almost the last good thing that happened to them that year. Just as their crops were starting to come through the ground, the rain started. When the water finally receded, there wasn't a plant left anywhere. They planted again, but more rains beat the crops into the earth. Their potatoes rotted in the mud. They sold a couple of cows, all the pigs, and other livestock they had intended to keep, getting very low prices for them because everybody else had to do the same thing. All they harvested that year was a patch of turnips, which had somehow weathered the storms. Then it was Thanksgiving again. Their mother said, maybe we'd better forget it this year. We haven't even got a goose left. On Thanksgiving morning, however, Gordon's father showed up with a jackrabbit and asked his wife to cook it. Grudgingly, she started the job, indicating that it would take a long time to cook that tough old thing. When it was finally on the table with some of the turnips that had survived, the children refused to eat. Gordon's mother cried, and then his father did a strange thing. He went up to the attic, got an oil lamp, took it back to the table, and lighted it. He then told the children to turn out the electric lights. When there was only the lamp again, they could hardly believe that it had been that dark before. They wondered how they ever saw anything without the bright lights made possible by electricity. The food was blessed and everyone ate. When dinner was over, they all sat quietly, wrote Gordon, in the humble dimness of the old lamp, we were beginning to see clearly again. It was a lovely meal. The jackrabbit tasted like turkey and the turnips were the mildest we could recall. Our home, for all its want, was so rich to us. Boy, I just love that story. It can be so easy, can it, to take for granted many of the blessings that we have been so richly blessed with. Maybe we should try living without electricity for a day, or go without running water or indoor plumbing for that matter, or a myriad of other things that make life better and easier that almost all of us have enjoyed for the better part of our lives. Sometimes, to see gratitude more clearly, we need to be reminded of the light and other things that we once didn't have. Now, thanks for listening today, everyone. What a good, again, a great story and a reminder to be grateful for not just what we have, but to reflect on those things in light of the times we didn't have them. Remembering what we once didn't have can certainly help us become more grateful for those things that we now do. My hope is, is that you'll take a moment today and remember what you didn't have as much as what you do have. You may just find a little more humility a little more appreciation, and a little more gratitude as you do. And don't forget to contribute to my Give Thanks for Gas fundraiser and let's help give a Thanksgiving gift to those who won't have the opportunity to enjoy Thanksgiving with their family and friends while we will. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs and you're listening to The Daily Drive.